It ain't that fucking hard, guys. We ain't building a rocket. We're getting guys over in a fake fucking business. We're one of a kind and nobody knows that I'm living in irresponsibility, filling upon the million times I let down I don't mean to, I've got a good heart I make mistakes, I press and record in the wrong part But I'm still, uh. I'm still never grown up I never tell a lie, I'm always forced to tell you truth That's the lie, cuz, I'm never thrown up I swear that I could fly when I've never had a boner I'm sticking up on f***ers, I need to be stuck up for not Stuck up buggers are living a lie by the law Bless the bumper car, rass glass, swinging all the mats Tell her how it is and Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Professional as always. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I will get it right one day. I will get it right. It's what happens when you play these things live rather than dubbing them on later. <laughs> we are three away. We are just three away. We are episode 97 of the Piece of Business podcast. If you listen to this, Jeremy, come back for 100, please. Anyway, he's not here, as you know, but who is here? It's the man, the myth, the legend, the person that bowed me out when I thought this was all going to sink and we would never get to 100. It's Mr. AWI Pod himself, Brent Poles. How you doing, Brent? I'm doing well. You can call me the life jacket, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. It's not a nickname <laughs> I ever wanted, but I got it now. So no, 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 no. If you if if Nat is the boat, you are the lifeboat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll the, take it. The, the life best of all time. <laughs> we talk we talked about boats, tugboats, uh, lots of tugboat. stuff. So we've only been talking for a few minutes. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm not gonna say that again on air because I don't want to infringe on the uh, Bang Bang right. Podcast's copyrights. <laughs> if you want to know what we're talking about, listen to the Bang Bang Podcast. You still won't know what we're talking about, but it doesn't matter. Let's do it anyway. <laughs> mm. uh, it's that time of night. It's tea time again. The funny thing about that, Glenn, is you're like, we're three away. We're only three away. And I wish people could have saw the confusion on my face. I'm like, three away from what? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're it's, talking about. It's up there on the screen. It says P.O.B. 97. Well, Glenn, I never was good at reading. <laughs> <laughs> I never was a good reader. Oh, well, never mind. Anyway, you were filling me in on some of your team's activities this week. Before I go into mine, what they've been up to? Um, so my beloved Nebraska Cornhuskers beat the Indiana Hoosiers on Saturday night, 35 to 21. So that was cool. Um, and then, of course, the Chicago Bears followed that up by looking terrible and only getting four field goals and losing to the New York Giants twenty to twelve. Now, I'm I'm not a great follower of the NFL, but I do watch occasionally. What has happened to the Bears? Uh, it's been a <laughs> it's been a bad it's been it's been mostly bad my entire life. I mean, they won the Super Bowl the year that I was born. Um, ah. <laughs> But they really have. They went to the Super Bowl once, and they've been to the NFC Championship game once or twice in my lifetime. But mostly, it's just been bad season after bad season after bad season. We always have a good defense, but no quarterback play and a terrible offense. And this year, even our defense isn't very good. So, <laughs> that, 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 
yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> if everything no, else is bad, and then the defense go as well. Yeah, which is the last thing you need is for the defense to go. <laughs> so we know that uh, it's going to. While we're on the sort of that sort of subject, um, we know there's not going to be any AWI pod this week. No mayor of superstars because of the corn huskers. Apparently, you said, doesn't it? That's right. The corn huskers usually play on Saturdays, and this this Saturday they have a Saturday. They have a Friday. I'm sorry. This week they have a Friday evening game at six o'clock. So I will be watching no. that and eating chili. That's my plan. So. If they're going to play on Friday rather than Saturday, we better play on Saturday rather than Friday. <laughs> Is that how it works? Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's got to work that way. At midday, EST, um, five o'clock in the evening, gives me time to get home. We will be doing our Extreme Rules prediction show. The mayor will be along as well. That will be the usual AWI pod. P.O.B. crossover for a prediction show next Saturday live at midday EST, five o'clock British summertime. I'm flexing my imaginary muscles right now, Glenn, because you, as you know, I am the champion, and I will be defending that title this Saturday. So, yes, well, I'm coming for you this time. I'm not going to let you slip out this on my hands this time. We're going to have a tie break. I will work out a tie break this week to get drag and that it, title from your clammy hands. And it is extreme rule, so there's got to be some sort of tiebreaker that we can figure out. Got to be. Got to get a tiebreaker. We got to yeah. figure one out for you because it's too often that we tie. <laughs> Perhaps how many people have been put through a table or something, go through a table or something like that. It let me you and Jeremy. That's what we did last year, and that's how I lost my damn title. So maybe I don't want to do this. Okay. <laughs> I refuse to use a tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, um, you're uh, <laughs> you're the champ. You decide. Um, <laughs> unlike another cha- unlike another champ, the seems to always make the wrong decisions. Um. Before we talk about him, did you, have you seen? Did you see any Raw this week? I did watch Raw. Yes. Oh, good because, as you know, I was away, so I didn't get to see any of it. Oh. So fill me in. What's happening? What's up? What's all this with this white rabbit thing? I don't know what the fuck's going on with the white rabbit. There's some sort of weird music, and everybody has assumed it's Bray Wyatt. So I don't. Oh. I really don't understand the white rabbit thing. Um. And the whole, all, most of the Bray Wyatt stuff, except for the very beginning stuff, well, it wasn't for me anyway. So I really don't give a shit about the White Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I don't. No, no. Yeah, you know me. I like a bit of Wrestle Spooky. So I hope it is Bray back as the Fiend. Nothing <clears throat> else. Because uh, as uh, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson on Twitter, of the DDT Wrestling Podcast this week said on Friday that uh, there is a distinct lack of a decent Wrestle Spooky character in wrestling at the moment. Yes, that is a fair assessment. So, <clears throat> yep, we could do with something like The Fiend, but not uh, 
Funhouse Bray and switching backwards and forwards. Just have him as the fiend. Make him menacing. Make him like a new Undertaker. And I will be a happy bunny. Or white rabbit, is that case. And don't put him in fucking title matches that he, that you have no way for him to win or lose. No. So just don't keep the belt as far away from him as possible because that character right. don't need to have a belt. No. It was like, it's like with The Undertaker. <laughs> well, he won the title twice. But that was all he needed. He didn't need to be multi-champion. Right. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. I guess we'll see what happens with White Rabbit. Um, they open the show with uh, <clears throat> Bianca Belair, Aleska, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka cutting a promo, which of course brings damage control out. Mm-hmm. Um, that is when Bailey challenged Bianca Belair to a ladder match at Extreme Rules, which that's what we'll be seeing. So it should be interesting. I know a lot of people last Ooh. year were bitching and moaning about how we didn't get any. We got like one Extreme Rules matches at Extreme Rules. Well, this year you're getting plenty of stipulation yeah, matches. So. Yeah. That's- I did notice that nearly every match is a stipulation match in one way or another. Yeah, I mean, some of them are exactly the same. Like, I'm pretty sure an old Donnybrook match is the same thing as a no-DQ match, but whatever. That good old-fashioned means it's been around for a long while. True. The first time we'd ever heard of a Donnybrook match was a few weeks ago when Seamus fought against Uh, Drew. (laughs) Yeah, that was the first ever good old fashioned. Oh yeah, I forgot they called it that. (laughs) So so I suppose it's getting more good old fashioned because it's the second one now. Well, it's it's how many of them can they show before it stops being old fashioned? Is the real question. Right, that is it. That's the real question. Uh, and then Bianca Belair ended up taking on uh, Io Sky in a one-on-one match, which was, I mean, obviously with those two in the ring, it's going to be good. It was a good match, uh, a, a decent back and forth. Um, <laughs> and then after that, we got Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio, which again, you know, a fine match. Nothing nothing to nothing to write home about, but also nothing to complain about. Um, Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens are kind of doing a tag team thing right now, which is kind of fun. Oh, right. And they took on the Alpha Academy, and that was a, a decent tag team match. Yeah, I saw um, old Otis getting a bit squashed there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he ended up being okay, but he, he did get squashed just a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Chad Gable is like a... I know he's kind of got a stupid gimmick, but that guy's a fucking workhorse. They got him on he's... every show, wrestling good matches on every fucking show. He's amazing. Uh, he's one of those that have been consistent right through from the original American, whatever it was. American Alpha. American Alpha. Um, um, right through, even when uh, they've given him stupid stuff to do, he's done it very well and still wrestles to a high level. So you, know, you can't fault the guy. <clears throat> Absolutely. Even when they gave him a shitty gimmick like Shorty G. Yeah, yeah. The short, the short-lived, excuse the pun, gimmick of Shorty G. And then we got a what me and you both love these. Omas squashed a couple of local jobbers, which is always hey, fun. That is always good. That's all. That, that's a good part back to the old days. You can't beat a good squash match on a that's TV right. program. It fills a bit of time, 
and it means that there's wrestling on rather than they're wasting time talking. Right, absolutely. And then while while he was in there squashing too, MVP was putting him over on the on the microphone the whole time too. And I think they're trying to set up a they're trying to set up something between him and Braun Strowman coming up, which Ooh. I know it's two big guys in the ring. That's like the definition of a hoss fight. But like, what do you do there? Who wins that match? Yeah, that is true. That is true. <clears throat> they do something. Where I the think ring explodes. <laughs> I think that I think they'll put brought. Uh, Brawn over on that one. Sadly. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think you are correct. Braun Strowman and his red jeans will probably pick up the victory <laughs> in that one. It, um, you know, credit to the guy, though. You know, he, he went away to uh, sort his own narrative out, and he came, he came back uh, looking lean, feet, mean, fighting machine. Yeah. I was surprised they let him go in the first place because you, oh, you would well, think that that guy's a he's a Vince guy all day. You would have thought so. Uh, that he obviously wasn't a Kevin Dunn guy. <laughs> he said he seems too big to shoot on the camera. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and probably the accent. Every time, too, but... every, yeah, and every you know, every time we try and chop away from him, he's still there. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times I cut cameras, he's still on the damn screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the next one was uh, another, uh, maybe a surprise return. Dewdrop came out there and um, she took on Candice LeRae, which Candice LeRae returned. Ah. Uh, her husband did a couple weeks ago and she, yep. she defeated uh, Dewdrop in a quick little match. It was, it was interesting because like my TV must be behind the mayor's. Because the mayor saw this first and he like tweeted at me. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And so I was like, what's going to happen? And so it was Candace LeRae. I don't know if you know this, but I'm I'm a big fan of Candace LeRae. I have been before I, she got signed by WWE. So. I, ha- I have noticed in the past <laughs> that, but yes, I have actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I was a big fan of this. So we've so known each other five <laughs> years now. I th- I'd noticed that, <laughs> that you like Candace LeRae. Uh, yeah, I've I've talked about it, tweeted a few things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she's back now too. Um, actually, she didn't even face Dewdrop. This report is wrong because she faced Nikki Ash. She beat Nikki Ash, and then Nikki took the mask off, and she was like, cl- like gripping it in the corner. So maybe the whole Nikki Ash gimmick is going to be out the window now. Yay! Finally. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, because in this report I'm looking at it, it says Dewdrop, but it wasn't Dewdrop. It was Nikki Ash that she beat. I was, I was going to say, you know, it would be stretching it a bit if she just came. Cause she's not exactly a heavyweight, is she? Uh, she's not huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why she always used to do the uh, the, the mix matches. That uh, yeah. yeah, it's a uh, it'd be good if they are dropping the gimmick. Just that do do drop and uh, Nikki is two Scottish lasses that go around kicking asses, as they say. I put that on a t shirt, pal. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> put that on a t shirt. I, I, I actually think somebody's already done it. So I, I think um, it may be in one of the old progresses. I heard that, okay, <laughs> or um. Uh, progress or Eve, one of those. I've, oh, I heard that before. 
<laughs> no, I'm not claiming. I'm not claiming on that one. <laughs> and then they had what could probably go up for for a match of the week. Uh, AJ Styles took on Sami Zayn. Uh, oh, Solo Sokoa in his corner. Yeah, it was a really good match. Um, mm. Solo Sokoa got involved, um, which led to Sammy getting the victory. That that's all my that would be all my list for match of the week. And then I did not see the main event. It was Matt Riddle versus Damian Priest. I did not get a chance to look at it. From everything that I've read, it was a really good match, and I can't imagine with those two that it wasn't. But I didn't get to see it. Yeah. Well, my BT box blew up, so I'm hoping I'll get mine back tomorrow. So I'm not going to be able to record tonight fever at the moment. So hopefully, get one, get me a new one tomorrow, and uh, I can record the the repeat of uh, Raw and NXT UK NXT NXT tomorrow. I knew what you meant. Yeah, <laughs> it's because I'm getting me notes. Speaking, speaking of, of NXT, NXT. <laughs> yes, let's speak about NXT. That was a bit disappointing this week. Yeah, I wasn't over the moon uh, excited was, with what I saw. A, it was a sort of a meh week. It wasn't. So from what I read, the last two weeks have been tape shows, canned tape shows, and they'll mm-hmm. be back this Tuesday with another live one. And I imagine the arena is going to be a little bit different. Maybe the colors aren't as bright as they have yeah. been. You know what I mean? Uh, that may that may <laughs> well be why the with this, especially like, um, you notice it as you probably notice what they did do on NXT UK. Um, no spoilers here, but we're still in Cambridge this way, so they've recorded like four episodes in one go, but they rotated the the uh, talent enough that it kept it fresh. Right. But if you're doing like two tapings in one hit, and it's all the same people, I suppose it does drop off the second time round. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't see the same guy two, three times, and you're not going to have the same sort of pop as the first time you saw him. That's just natural. Yeah. So, first of all, as we alluded to um, about when we talked about you being a champion and champions making dodgy decisions. <laughs> Bron Breaker. Every time, every time, it's all about make it up for himself. He's the, his father needs to get hold of him, give him a slap, and say to him, "You're the champion. You dictate. You don't invite everybody to a fight." Right. There's every time there's a pay per view, he never has a one on one match. Yeah, he always talks himself into a three way. He's like, "Well, you know, <laughs> fine." Steiner Mass says I got a 33% chance of winning this thing. And this week, he not only talked himself into a triple threat match, but it's against JD Madonna and Ilya Dragunov. Nope. The guy must have a death wish. <laughs> They're going to chop the shit out of him. He's, a, he's yeah. in for a night. I don't know if he knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely in for a night. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be something <laughs> for old Braun. I thought the same thing though. Like this, this guy every time he just he he puts his foot right in his mouth. He does it every yeah, single time. Every every time. You know, it's, it's unbelievable, especially against those two. 
basically, if you're the champion, you go there and you say, right, you two kick the shit out of one another and then I'll decide who I'm going to fight. Right. <laughs> Don't say, all right, okay. I'll take you both on, all nice and fresh. <sighs> yeah, no, no. If I'm Jordan, I'm not Jordan Devlin, JD Madonna, I've got a, a gripe too. Like, I already won a number one contenders match. Why yeah. does this motherfucker get to come out here flashing his arms around and all of a sudden he gets a title match? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I was Ilya too, I would have thrown out the, I, when you were in NXT UK, I beat you so bad you had to move to America and change your name. That's what I would have said. That would have been the first no, he- thing I would have said. I think he alluded to it last week, did when he said about uh, I beat you one arm tied behind my back. He did say that. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. You're right. After that, we got the highlight of the mayor's show. Highlight of his week, pal. Highlight of his week. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure surprised. a lot of people felt that way. Yeah, Mandy Rose against Fallon Henley. That was Cheeky. something. That was cheeky. very cheeky. That yes, was very absolutely. cheeky. That was but something. In all seriousness, though, I think Mandy Rose has improved at least 10 times in the last year. I thought, oh. I mean, all jokes aside from this thing, this was a hard-hitting physical match, and I, I just liked what I saw from Mandy Rose in this one, wrestling-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, um, when she finally comes up against Albafire, that is going to be some match. It'll be interesting. Because you know, you know, we know that feeding her the likes of Fallon Henley, Fallon's never gonna take the sight love of her. All it is is just building up to her taking on Alba. Right. It's just something for Mandy to be out there to get another win and then yeah. show whatever video package they showed after the win. Which is which is which is great because it's better than just having her sitting around a swimming pool in a bikini. <laughs> you know, at least occasionally she's she's actually defending the title. Even right. if it's against people that are never going to win it, right? It makes sense. It's better, like you said, better than her land by a pool. Mm, yeah. The thing, I, I don't know whether they don't think that uh, there's enough decent people in there yet to be a number one contender, apart from somebody that is a one of the ones that actually came up. No, rather than one, the lot that started as trainees mm-hmm. from scratch, they obviously don't think that any of them, they fed a couple of them to her, but the fact that it's just building up to Alba Fire, one of the, the indie, indie darlings, as they used to call them. Right. That's going to be a bomb burner. I'm assuming they'll set that up for Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Weeks, oh, think. yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you have fire and everything, won't they? We've... It's... It's... It's it only makes sense for Halloween, pal. Of course it does. <laughs> Speaking of which, Halloween is on Monday. It is. This year. I was thinking, just going off topic for a minute, um, We'll do a short review, but shall we watch an old Halloween Havoc? I'm in. Pick the bones out of that. I'm in. Sounds good to me. 
We'll do what we I, do. What you do? We do what we'll we'll do a proper AWI pod crossover, and um, we'll only pick the bad matches. Which, I if I can it. if I can remember, a lot of the Halloween havoc. There's plenty of those. Oh no! Yeah, it gotta be. <laughs> 1995 <laughs> cars full of them. Yeah. They so had we'll that do... fucking Chamber of Horrors match at Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you're not out trick-or-treating or whatever with the kids, then... Uh, My kids we'll are teenagers. That. They're too old and cool for that shit, Glenn. Oh, good. That's handy. <laughs> That's handy, then. <laughs> Walking the street with buckets and... Yeah. Everybody around here just gives out corn. That's bullshit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it all right with that. I'll be happy with that. I mean, corn's fine. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Stand there. Stand there with me butter in my hand. <laughs> Give it a call. You got to put butter on it, otherwise yeah. I don't know what you're doing. That's it. All right. Uh, all right back to NXT. Uh, Wesley versus Tony D'Angelo with stacks. That was a bit sad. It's a bit sad for fucking Stax and Tony D'Angelo because they're a goddamn yeah. joke and I don't give a fuck about them anymore. Like, they used to be cool, but now it's like, ugh. Whenever I see them, I just go, ugh. It's yeah, not good. It was a, um, I don't know whether that was a legit injury, but it looked like he really tweaked his, it looked like he really tweaked his knee in slow motion. Yeah, and I can kind of by the way that Wesley reacted to mm. when they kind of called for the bell, it felt like yeah. it was actual something bad happened. I had forgotten yeah. about that until you said it. I was just he I looked, didn't want to. I do feel bad that he got hurt. That's for sure. I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to seem like I didn't care that he got hurt. I just forgot. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, yeah, because it that, you know, it could have been a good match, but they were only just sort of getting warmed up and. Suddenly blew his knee, and that was it. It was all over. And even Wesley sort of standing there going, what, what, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, he looks very confused. Yes, he yeah. <laughs> and then we got no. some sort of back and forth between Carmelo Hayes and um, the, the artist formerly known as Oliver Carter. Um, yes. Because they're both in the ladder match, right? Yes. Yeah, because... Uh, it's, uh, oh. Did Grayson Waller oh. come out and beat up Wesley after the match? Is that what happened? Because I know Apollo Crews showed up, but I don't remember why he showed up. Uh, or was that back. last week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That must have been last week. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing in the notes here to say that... it's all the same. Oh, yeah, it was last week when Apollo Crews had the bloody eye. That's what it was. Okay. I just can't forget that goddamn bloody eye. I just you can't know. forget it. I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. There was, there was a, after Camilla Hayes and talking about Oro Mensa. Yeah, that's what they're calling him now. Yeah. Um, Apollo Crews did cut a promo on Grayson Waller. That's without, what it was. Without the bloody eye. <laughs> no, he's yeah. either. It had healed miraculously. And that's not just a blit, that's not like a British thing that Glenn's saying. He literally has a yeah, bloody a, eye. Yeah, yeah. I think most people have seen it, especially our, our listeners would have seen that from last week. And that is why? Yeah. What the hell? That, that Seth Rollins attacked him on the way to the ring. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Seth Rollins is cruising, trolling the NXT locker room, trying to remove eyes as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, what the hell is happening with him? He should probably see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on. That ain't normal. It certainly not. <laughs> yeah, Vader's eye didn't bleed that much, and he had to put it back in his head. <laughs> For real. Yeah. It looks better than Apollo Cruz's eye did. It That's makes sense. Yeah. Um then we got Sol Ruka, or whatever her name is, against Amari Miller. Well, this is a match that should have been done in the performance centre at least a million times and not put on TV. I, Glenn, That's this it. was all, not on the one-hour version. Good. You didn't miss anything. Okay. I wouldn't figure that I did. Um, talking about Cole, Sol Ruka is greener than the Johnny Green Giant. It's <laughs> a beautiful segue. <laughs> is that the girl? Is that the tall blonde girl that like jumps up on the ring apron doing the splits? Is that her? Yeah, that's the okay. one. Yeah, I've never seen her wrestle, but as a no, you won't. Even if you'd watch this, even if it'd been on the hour, <laughs> you would not have seen her wrestle. Because this wasn't wrestling. Yeah. No, she finished it uh, after three attempts. To get a move sorted, she finally pulled off a standing somersault double leg drop. That's a mouthful. Yeah. But basically, it's, it's a hand flip. <laughs> well, the first thing you said sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than a hand flip. I just... that's, a, that, that, that's courtesy of the Bleacher Report. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice hand. Whoever wrote, yeah, whoever wrote that in the Bleacher Report. So uh, it's his. While Ruka showed impressive athleticism, she's about as green as one can get in a ring based on this performance. And that about sums it up. So she said not... she showed incredible athleticism <laughs> on the way to the ring. Yeah, yeah they gave... That's it. They actually give they actually give grades at the end of this, and this is the first time ever in any of these. Because I don't bother making notes on because the Bleacher Report does a good job of it. Yeah. Uh, this is a grade F. Wow, well. First time ever I've seen a grade F on any of these. Well, I'm glad I didn't and see it then. And we've seen some dodgy Wendy Chu matches over the last couple of years. I've seen a lot of dodgy stuff, yeah. Mm, and we had uh, Cameron Grimes against Joe Gacy. Make it in. What the hell is going on? Yeah. What is that? What are the officials doing in NXT? They're just letting the three on one all the time. Yeah. Just... They're just running right up. The schism get up on the, the ring apron, keep on tormenting Grimes, and the referee's just standing there watching it. He's like, yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Throw him out. Let's have a. Proper one-on-one -on -one match. Officials throw them out. Yeah, and they've been building up for this damn Grimes versus uh, Gacy match for months, and then this is what yeah. we get. Yeah, and they get a, get a grade D match because of all the interference. Yeah, it took that, away from everything they were even trying to do. That's right. No. Uh, I just, I just wish that they'd let Schism take care of the tag teams. Um, Gacy just 
do the single stuff, um, not have them interfere as much. Right. Be, you know, obviously be at ringside looking a bit menacing, which both those two could do very well. But there's no Not need. so much in those outfits, though. They should wear different no. clothes. <laughs> yeah, they should be, really. <laughs> they look like they're going to fix my computer, like they're coming over to fix my computer. <laughs> yeah, all in white. And yeah. when they started talking in British accents, I would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> but yeah, I look forward to the day that this fucking feud is over. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, then we got the oof drop. Mm. Nikita Lyons with Zoe Stark versus Caden Carter with Katana Chance. Uh, Caden Carter did a lot of bouncing off of <laughs> Nikita. As one until, does. Until she, until she finally called her and squashed her. It's That's like all a, you can say about that, Matt. Watching those two wrestle each other was like watching some little kid trying to fight their parent. Yeah, it was. It? it was just like a kid trying to fight their parent. Yeah. Because she's yeah. so much bigger than she is. It was yeah. almost comical it to was. see her try to do anything to her. You're like, yeah, okay. All Nikita Lyons has to do is flex her butt cheek, and she could knock that girl across the ring, and that would be it. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Lyons defeat Carter by Pip. Oh, there's a surprise. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that the Lollipop you know, were even the women's tag team champions. I forgot. I just I was thinking one day, I'm like, who are even the women's tag team champions? And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> now I remember. The lollipop guild. Yeah. Um, now they're all after the lollipop guild. Apparently. Yeah, 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 toxic attraction out there afterwards. And then Alba Fire came out and set lights of stuff. And yeah. she does. <laughs> We're going to get a triple threat match, aren't we? We're going to get toxic attraction versus the blonde girls versus the lollipop guild. That's what we're going to yeah. get. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely at some point. Uh, be a now, but... I'm not excited about that. Please. I know, but at least take the titles off the Lollipop Guild. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I 100% on board for that idea. And then we had poor old Zion Quinn who drew the short straw of having <laughs> Ilya. I forgot Zion Quinn was even a thing until I saw yeah. him on here. I was like, oh, yeah, Zion yeah. Quinn. He's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> what is the point in having Ilya? You, know, you have this Zion Quinn that was built when he first came in as this big monster. And Ilya just comes in and squashes him. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he, he's a lot <laughs> bigger than Ilya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I know and you know that Ilya can beat up uh, Gunther. So we know that you can yeah. find Zion Quinn. But to, to people who haven't seen them before, you basically just killed Zion Quinn off. I mean, not that he wasn't that's killed a, off before, but he just it. got yeah. his ass kicked by this little Russian guy. So what am I supposed to believe that he can do now? That's it. There's nothing he could do now. And he's got the charisma of this piece of paper. Yeah. This is, this the is thing, about the charisma that he has. Yeah. The best thing he could do is get recruited by the dyad. And then just stand there and let the other, three, let the other three do their stuff. And just stand. 
Dye his hair <laughs> white and get him a polo t-shirt. Yeah, and you no, know, have him as Gacy's minder, basically. Uh, it's better and than he anything he's doing right now. <laughs> he, yeah, and then he doesn't have to say anything. He can just stand there looking menacing. And it also frees up the schism to do other things rather than he's just standing there being menacing. Right. Besides having a terrible name that sounds like a venereal disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can get ointment for that, you know, that schism. <laughs> I got to go to CVS to get some ointment for my schism. Yeah. It's, it's gross. Hey, talking about things that have been going on for ages and really didn't come to a satisfactory conclusion, it's Brutus Creed versus Damon Kemp. Yeah. Disappointing. It was, it was very disappointing. Um, although the guy um, from Bleacher Report gave it a B plus, oh no, B minus. But I would say, that, uh, you know, Brutus beat with it by disqualification. Is not. And they really didn't even wrestle that long before. No. They went a couple minutes. I could see if they went 10, 15 minutes and then he went and got a chair and started blasting with him. They didn't even give him that. Yeah. Um, they, they try to build Kemp up, but then have him lose by disqualification. Um, it was just a nothing match. It was summed up the show, really. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically just a throwaway. I guess maybe they just think that the better match to do this for a bigger match is going to be Kemp versus the other Creed brother, Um, which I get the other Creed brother is a little more athletic, but you still could have done something better with this match. It was basically a throwaway match. Yeah. And then Kemp kept hitting Brutus with a steel chair. But you shouldn't need to be doing. You're a technical wrestler. You've been brought in there as an Olympic wrestler. The last thing you should be doing is taking steel chair to somebody straight away. Right. Um, oh, Nathan Fraser then we saw, revealing that the winner is best of three series. It would have been nice if they'd done this in the beginning and made this actually just rather than, oh, we'll have this gentlemanly thing of a, a, a three three match series. Mm-hmm. Which, it, oh, at the beginning, sounded like it was going to be like a Heritage Cup match. They turned into just a best of three. Like every week they started taking pieces, they added pieces to it, yeah. Yeah, and and now it's for the final place in the ladder match. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> well, the good news is, Glenn, that there's no chance that this is going to end in a double DQ and then just be like, well, you're a tag team now. So, yeah, that, that's that's true. Yeah, one of them's got to win it. It's one of them's got unless it, unless it does end in a double DQ, they say we put you both in the ladder match. I could see that too. I could see that too. <laughs> Definitely um, can see that too. We've got something to really look forward to next week. Wendy Chu versus Lash Legend. Speaking of people who look like children fighting their mom. Yeah. <laughs> now, Wendy Although I do like what they've been doing with Wendy Chu lately. Wendy Chu, yeah. You know, um, Wendy Chu's going to beat Lash Legend in like two minutes, too, right? Mm, you know, it's oh, of course. Happen. Yeah. 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 Because she always loses. But, at least, but uh, at least with Wendy Chu. Uh, she's believable that she's one of these small Asian women that could actually kill you. Yeah. 
if she's you know, if she's not sleeping. When she's awake, yes. <laughs> yeah, when she's awake. So there's that. Speaking anyway. of Asian women that can kill you, I need more Mako Satomura on my TV screen. Please and thank you. Yes, definitely. Put that out there. Right, the highlight of the show. Oh, um, well, low light of the show. Oh, of this uh, show was probably whoever, the best part. I know, yeah. Poor Gallus guys, who have probably been in proper pub fights, probably thinking, who set this up? Because they've never been at a pub in their life. <laughs> Absolutely not. First of all, there are no rules. There in a pub fight, there are no rules. You can't have a pub rules fight. <laughs> it's just a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Secondly, if you're going, if you're turning up to a fight, is there they say you know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight, but you don't bring a rope. <laughs> Still chair. Anything. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Glenn. You don't you don't say, all right, we're going out to the bar tonight. You grab your rope. You never no. know when you might need a rope. Yeah. No? <laughs> no. No. All right. Well, I live in a different time than you, apparently. Nobody leaves <laughs> their house without a rope in Nebraska. So well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Certainly not in Edmonton, they didn't. <laughs> no, probably not. No problem. Also, also, I've never I've never had a fight in a pub where there were trash cans. Laying around all over the place. Not a whole lot of trash cans usually, yeah. Kendo sticks. No, no. <laughs> not one not one single kendo stick have I ever found. Paul cues. Yes. As the mayor said. Yes. You know, yes, Paul cues. The one thing they actually got right was the glassing. Yeah, was, and, uh, it, and it took forever for him to get to the glasses, though. The glasses didn't yeah. come in place like the very end of the match. No, that was it. And they had like different they had like assortment of glasses, all of different sizes. Yeah. And I've, only, and I've only ever seen one person ever in a pub fight put through a trestle table. And that was that was one that I wasn't involved in. It was at a wedding that I was DJing at. And there was a fight between the two families. Um, the trestle table had all the buffet food on. And somebody got put through it? <laughs> and somebody got put through. Accidentally, it wasn't a deliberate go through. <laughs> not, not like a wrestling go through it. But in the melee, somebody ended up because it's a treasure table, it just collapsed food. In the I thought the middle of this thing let somebody booted somebody in the gut and just did a power bomb right through the table. <laughs> Guys, somehow I set, up, I set up a ladder, did a diving elbow drop through the table. It's amazing. Or, or just jumped up in the air and put him through, put himself through it. Like, um, who was it that did that for JD Madonna? Because he was oh. too small to put him to use that. Power bomb move to put him through the table. So I can't think of who it was. Was it no. a kid? Oh, it might have been. Yeah, it, it, I think it was a kid. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not. He's not built for doing power bombs. So he had to leap in the air and physically <laughs> put himself through the table. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't see. I'd say as I've, I've ever seen anybody go through a table in a bar fight. That's never. I've never mm -hmm. seen that happen. I've also never seen like one group of guys get behind the bar and grab some weapons, and then yeah. run away when the other group of guys comes at them away from the bar, and then they yeah. do sort of a weird standoff yeah. like you did with your big brother at the kitchen table when you were a kid. I've yeah. never seen that in the bar fight either. Never no, 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 no. Um, you got these guys. 
from Scotland. Gallus Boy is on top. Big, tough, rough guys. Obviously been in the odd pub fight, really. Yeah. What they do, they put over Briggs and Jensen, who until recently had a wanking gimmick. They did. <laughs> they really did. Well, all the bullshit and gaga going, I forgot who even won this goddamn thing. Has has Gallus <laughs> won a match since they came over? Nope. I don't think they have. I think you're right. Sad. They've lost them all. <laughs> sad. Well, it seemed like they were going to do something with them, too, but they just keep losing every single match. And now they've been suspended, I heard. Yeah, because, because the, one, the one decent thing that happened during that match was Joe punching security in the face. Oh, yeah, that was the best part of it, yeah. That's happened in a bar fight. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've known a few bouncers that have been punched in the face. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so, but it just baffled me that they, they called that a bar fight. It was, no... it was the weirdest goddamn bar fight I'd ever seen, that's for sure. Yeah, me. Oh, dear. Should have just called it a no rules match. It would have been a lot, a lot less silly. All right, do you want some good news? Now we I just about finish. Uh, I've been trolling the trolling the, the Twitter over mm. the last few days, and I've not been able to find one twat. Again, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. People are behaving themselves. I'm a, I've got this. I'm, I've got this lovely jingle from DC Matthews, and I can't use it because people are behaving themselves. Come on, IWC, what are you doing? Let's have some rubbish. Say something stupid. stupid. Yeah, please. What are we doing? I'm going to make a burner account just to say a bunch of stupid things. Some, yeah, somebody. Yeah. I would never do. Somebody, that. Some, somebody give Ocean Spray a poke, will you? Let me say something. All right, I, I'll ask him something. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or you'll probably just get yourself blocked. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, one can only hope, I guess. One can, yeah, only hope. that's right. <laughs> uh, Speaking of block, anyway, do you block by Teddy Long or no? No, no, I oh. I did check, I checked as well because uh, me neither. Uh, uh, apparently, it's not even Teddy Long's account that's been blocking people. Oh, well, bastards. it's one of it's one of the, it's one of these uh. Accounts that are pretending to be him and then go and blocking people. If, you're, if you get blocked by Teddy Long, you're going to have to go one on one with the Undertaker player. <laughs> That's a, I've, I've had two proper uh, conversations with Oscar online. Both of them, to make it easier for her, I've used Google Translate and said it in Japanese. Then Apparently, Oscar, Oscar followed me. Well, goddamn. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't Oscar. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't Oscar. Goddamn it. Of course it wasn't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of those about. I always, I always thought that the... Uh, Sergeant Slaughter one was a dummy account, but apparently I did not. Too. He no. just follows everybody. 
Yeah, you follow he's him. Quite, he follows you back. He's that guy. He's, he, yeah, he's quite happy to follow everybody and actually interact with people, especially if they're doing stuff with his uh, action figures and things. Yeah. He can type with his chin, too, so he doesn't have to use his fingers. <laughs> That's, yeah. so it's easy for him. Yeah. Those, those, those dimples in his chin, they yeah, do just, both sides of the keyboard. He, just, he doesn't really have to even... He just moves the phone his... around a little. Yeah. Anyway, right, we are on to... Was it episode four? It is episode four. Of uh, NXT UK. A lot happened this week. They did. They did jam pack this. We are, we are still in Cambridge, so you got to feel for those poor, those poor fans that have been there for like four hours now, just pounding beers. Yeah, more like sort of five or six by the time that they've re-recorded bits and uh, yeah, had had beer breaks and. Everybody in there has got to pee. Everybody in there has got to yep. pee. <laughs> That's right. So um, we had an interesting first little match here. Yeah, oh, and also, me and Glenn thought we'd do something different this week and both watch the same episode. So that's gonna yes, be yeah, which was better than last week. <laughs> Thank you to the award-winning WWE Network who got your episodes mixed up. That's the only time it's better to have Peacock Glenn. That was the yeah. only time Peacock won. Yes, yeah. It's not very often because we we still get the unedited versions of things. We don't get the uh, if there's any, some any any naughty chanting or anything. We don't get it blocked out like they do with Peacock. Well, yeah, you, you Brits wouldn't stand for blocked out chance. You guys no. want chance, so. <laughs> yeah. So we had. Um, Mustache Mountain versus uh, the the first time tag team as Sam Gradwell and Saxon Huxley. You want to talk about mind blown? Yeah, I would have never seen that coming. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, talk about just throw two people together to give Mustache Mountain a match because they've been they've been they've been talking up the the tag team division for the last couple of weeks, and then realised that apart from Gallus, they haven't got a tag team. Right. Tag team. <laughs> I don't think they even had had any tag team matches yet. This is the first tag team match, I think. No, this is the first tag team match. Yeah. So who we? Oh, we got. Oh, there's Sam over there, and there's Sack. Oh, we'll throw, throw them together. Right, you guys look bored. But Come on over here. It was good. It was. It was. Yeah. It was a good match. It wasn't bad at all. As always, it always starts off with a good match. Yeah, it's a decent tag team <laughs> match. Nothing wrong with it. Uh. Gradwell just looks like a baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is only five years ago, because he's, he's like a little chubbier than he just looks like a like a little baby. He looks like he looks like Seamus, like it's like a younger Seamus, because he's a lot more <laughs> milkier back then. Yeah. So, uh, so those two being a tag team together was 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 interesting to see. I guess you could get any two wrestlers, and as, as long as they're decent, they could have a good match with Trent Seven yeah. and, and Tyler Bate. Mm. So I'll tell you what was a bit strange. I noticed. Um, Mr. Tyler Squeaky Clean Bait distracted the referee in this match. And it oh. took Saxon, it took Saxon to come across and smash Trent in the mouth to stop him from pinning Sam Gradwell. 
That's true. That's true. Old, old, um, old white meat baby face Tyler Bate was putting in a little cheating here. Should've, he was putting in a little cheating. Trent Seven should have called this one back five years later and said, hey, 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 buddy. <laughs> You're not so high and mighty. And of course, we got the uh, Mustache Mountain win. Yep. I tell you what was good when Tyler used Huxley as a weapon, though. Picked him up and spun him around and started hitting. Same I mean, well with him. if you're strong enough to pick up Saxon Huxley and hit him, use him as a weapon, that's what I would do too. So smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we had uh, Nina Samuels against Isla Dawn. Our first viewing of Isla Dawn. Which again, she also looks like she looks like a baby. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she like, a, like a little baby out there. Because you'd see, you've seen them three years grown up, right? And I saw Dark Island on. I've never seen, you know, no. uh, White Witch well, Island on. So this is different no, to me. That is, yeah. And Nina Samuels is still the same. Yeah, no, Nina Samuels is just a damn technician in there. Um, this yeah. is a really good match. My only complaint about it was that it was too short. I wish this match would have had five or six more minutes. Yeah. Um, it was physical, uh-huh. hard hitting. Even Isla Dawn's whole offense back then is just totally different than what I'm used to seeing. It was just, it was. I, I really enjoyed it. If it would have been five minutes longer, I would have really liked it. Yeah, I think that, that they, they had to cut it short though because um, of uh, the Wolfgang and Mark Andrews match and what happened afterwards. There's only so much you can cram in an hour. Right. And they're still introducing people, like we saw Danny Birch promo for the first time. Right. Although uh, I think he'd been over in Florida by that point, and not he? Even... I'm pretty sure that he had, yeah. Because I remember him and Oni Lorkin and mm. or him and Oni Lorkin having some one-on-one matches on NXT TV before they even became a tag team. So yeah, I want to say yeah. that he was already over in Florida. Yeah, and then we had a Pete Dunn, and then Eddie Dennis. Right, doing another great promo. His promo was really, really good. Steven <laughs> promo was very, yeah. very good. Um, also the like he like the Danny Birch promo that you talked about. Like you get to see a different side of him because he yeah. really said next to nothing on you know Florida NXT. That's and right. He, yeah, I think if they would have maybe let him cut some more promos, he might have yeah, had a chance to get over a little bit more because he's that, really good when you let him go. Yeah, but don't you think it's that thing of Especially that when Vince and that lot were in charge, is that thing about the English accent? Uh-huh. They they tend to shy away from British accents or any accent whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> frightened that it's gonna gonna confuse you poor lot over there. Well, then, we're <laughs> easily confused, so I get it. <laughs> uh, uh, talk about confused. Tucker's still here. I don't know. That's, that's where they got him from. And I think he was here for like all this first series, if you call it that. Yeah. And he's going to get Jordan Devlin on this one. Um, I, I, I want to say that Tucker was the original Jack Stars jobber of the week. This is the second time was. we've seen him. Yeah. Yeah. He just put in over the biggest stars. Yeah. He got a lot of offense in this one, which surprised me. Mm. Yeah. And me, but uh, Jordan Devlin won as he would do. 
Right. I mean, it wouldn't have made any sense for Tucker to win. <laughs> no. Whoever you are, Tucker. Yeah. It just disappeared as well. It's really strange. There was no got... sort of announcement of him being released. It's like, it's like quite a few that we will see over the next few weeks that came in and went. Yeah. There was no sort of announcements of releasing or anything. They just turn up and then they don't show up again. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I've literally never, except for you know the two times he was on this show, i never seen Tucker or heard of Tucker ever. And you hadn't. So if you haven't heard of him, then fucking no one well, knows Now, the first time I heard of him when he turned up on the 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 original show. Yeah. The sort of the opening before we Right, um after that sorry I'm getting a bit confused here. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> older confused because I've been out all day to a funeral and it's all been we had Wolfgang against Mark Andrews. The main event big, of the evening. Yep. Big <sighs> repercussions from this. The ending more so than the the match itself. Um, oh yeah, the match. Was, oh, it was all right. It was a typical Mark Andrews against big guy match. Exactly. He doesn't. Maybe I've just. Yeah, and maybe I've just seen it too much. But this match, like, did almost nothing for me. Like, uh, it was. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of anything in this match that got me it excited. Seemed, the ending it, was cool, but it seemed. Yeah, it seemed like that. That was what it was. It was. All building a story rather than worrying about the match, right? As you had, we could might as well go to the ends, like as you say, the matches. There was not, I didn't even make a note on the actual match. Um, yeah, I was surprised that Andrew did, Andrew's got the win because I thought for sure Wolfgang would probably pull it out. But I guess it make what we're going to talk about now, it makes sense that Andrew's won. That's right, because Andrews is there. Yeah, they actually shake hands at the end of the match, which you wouldn't have expected. And yeah. then Wolfgang is walking his way up the ramp, and out come the Gallus boys, straight into the ring, stop beating up poor Mark Andrews. And Flash Morgan comes down to help save Andrews. And then you think that Wolfgang is going to help Andrews and Flash. All of a sudden, he starts beating on Flash as well. And Gallus is born. Yep. That was, that's what I have in my notes. The making of the makings of Gallus, right here, Pop. Yep. So yeah, so, an interesting angle to the end. It's gonna be interesting to see where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. Well, we know where it goes. Then to keep losing on NXT. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good point, Glenn. That's a good point. <laughs> we know exactly where it goes. Uh, dear. Anyway, we're just coming up. No, oh, it's 58 minutes. We've done it well again. We did we timed it nicely, didn't it? Didn't mm, we? Yep. Perfect. Five to twelve, so I'll get me to be bed soon. Glenn, Before I do or one AM. Yeah. Before I do, though, you've got some stuff to plug. Make we've sure already you... done, yeah, we, yeah. We've we've already done the Saturday what we're doing this week, babe. So, right. yeah. So check yeah, checks out on Saturday. You already know date mm-hmm. and time. We told you. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
Make sure you check out Sportswire Radio. Uh, link is in the AWI pod. Follow. You can follow me on Twitter at AWI pod. Make sure you give Thomas Bryce a follow. He's on Twitter at Thomas Bryce 2017. Make sure you give my tag team partner, my buddy, the mayor of Canton, a follow at mayor of Canton. I think that's it. I don't think I have any more. Uh, Andy from the Bang Bang Podcast. Give him a follow. Listen to that and you'll hear what happened with Captain Mike and Tugboat. Find out who the fuck Captain Mike is because I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's it. If you just want to say goodbye. Y'all yeah, come know. back now, you hear? Bye, all. <laughs> We're one of a kind and nobody knows that I'm living in irresponsibility, filling upon the million times I let down I don't mean to, I've got a good heart I make mistakes, like press and record in the wrong part But I'm all older, I'm still never grown up I never tell a lie, I'm always forced to tell the truth That's a lie, cause I've never thrown up I swear that I could fly when I've never had